The Giants introduced new general manager Joe Shane to the media. What were our takeaways? What do I think? That's all coming up next on today's Locked on Giants podcast. You are Locked on Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Giants podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast family, your team every day. My name is Patricia Trena, and we're coming to you a little later than usual here on this Wednesday. But as I promised, um, we, we were going to talk about the Joe Shane introductory press conference. So Shane spoke about a half an hour or so. John Mara also spoke both before and after the press conference. And then there was a little side group that a bunch of us in the media had with Joe Shane after everything was all said and done. So I'm going to give you some of my impressions, um, some some of my thoughts, some of what was shared. And uh, we'll jump in in just a moment. But first, a special shout out to our sponsor, Online Gambling, who brings you this podcast in part. Uh, OnlineGambling.com is the place to be for all the latest gambling news and tips throughout the NFL playoffs. Visit OnlineGambling.com slash NFL to get the edge over your competition throughout this year's NFL playoffs. All right, let us get right into it. All right, so what I'm going to do first is I'm going to give you my impressions of Joe Shane. Um, Very young guy. I think he's like 42 years old, which, you know, at this point, I hate to date myself here, but... That's younger than what I am now. But that said, young looking guy, um, when he got up there to the podium, a little bit of nerves. I think it's interesting because before the presser began, um, a group of us went over to introduce ourselves and meet him and we were making small talk and everything. And you could just tell he was a little nervous. But that said, I think he said a lot of the right things. And um, some initial things that popped out at me that I thought, you know, I was like, yes, that's what I want to hear. He talked about his philosophy of building a roster. He's going to try to build through the draft and supplement the roster through free agency, which as we know, folks, the Giants didn't do last year. They basically tried to take a shortcut and build through free agency and it didn't work. Um, so Shane also let it be known that he's already done a lot of work scouting rounds one through four of the draft. So this is a guy who's not coming in and has to catch up. He's already put the work in and gotten, you know, a fair enough head start on what he needs to do. Now, obviously, any decisions that are made are going to have to be made in cooperation with the new head coach. And the Giants, according to John Mara, should have their new head coach in place at the latest by the middle part of next week. I think it's going to be sooner than that. Um, The impression I get is it could be as early as Friday night, maybe into Saturday morning, but it shouldn't go that long. I mean, unless these other candidates just don't really leave the Giants with a warm and fuzzy feeling and they find out, you know, that they want to expand their their search. And John Mara did allude to the fact that they have a couple of other guys they could always bring into the mix if they, you know, don't feel good about what they've heard. But uh, for, the, for the most part, they did say that they, they felt good about this candidate group that they have for head coach. But anyways, getting back to Joe Shane, um, the thing that jumped out at me, 
he said it's going to be a collaborative approach. So it's not my way or the highway. And uh, he talked about the process, but he also made it known that uh, he's willing to adapt and change with the times. Because we know, look, the game of football changes 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. It was all about, you know, the run game, about defense. And now the, the rules of the game have evolved to support the passing games, to support uh, scoring. So Shane sounds like he is going to adapt with that. Um, it does sound also that Kevin Abrams is going to stay on. I don't know if that's going to be, you know, permanently or just for the time being. But Shane mentioned in terms of straightening out the salary cap which I am going to get a show on that together. I'm, I'm going to make that one of my next articles that I have to write up because that's, that's a big one. Um, but he sounded like he is going to keep Kevin Abrams on board to straighten out the cap. And he admitted there's going to have to be some, some deep cuts made. And I have a pretty good idea where they might look to make those cuts. Um, the other thing, uh, he, he just, even though it, there there's going to be changes that need to be made shane basically said is not coming in here with with that bull the bull in the china shop attitude in other words he wants to get to know all the people how they work he wants to be able to lay out his process his vision and see who's going to respond and who is not going to respond so it's not a matter of just coming in and saying okay chris pettit you're out um mark coons you're out he wants to get to know these people and see if perhaps they have a role, a place on the staff moving forward. And the same holds true for the scouts. So um, he does have full autonomy to make those changes if he needs to, but uh, he's not going to do that right away. He's going to get to know everybody, you know, and, and that's a big impression I got is that he's very deliberate in his thinking, doesn't want to rush into anything, wants to make sure that he dots all his I's and crosses all his T's. And that's that's a good approach to take, actually, if you're a general manager. Because if you start coming in and throwing your weight around and doing this, that, and the other thing, and, you know, oh, I'll worry about it later, that's that's not a good way. That's very, you know, irresponsible, I think. So, all right. What does Joe Shane think about Daniel Jones? Coming up, I'll tell you. All right, Giant fans, we have more coming up on today's program. But first, if you're looking for a competitive edge in the NFL playoffs, check out OnlineGambling.com, a website that's dedicated to giving bettors the edge. They've got the best NFL tips, news, and more to help you make your bets as informed as ever. See for yourself right now. Visit OnlineGambling.com to get everything you need for that competitive edge. That's OnlineGambling.com. All right, Giant fans, welcome back to the Locked on Giants podcast. And I am Patricia Trena, and I'm giving you some quick thoughts, instant reactions, if you will, about Joe Shane, the new general manager of the New York Giants, who spoke for about a half an hour formally on the podium, also spoke with the media um, in a smaller group after the, the presser was done, John Mara. The team co-owner spoke to the media as well. Um, you did not see that on Giants.com. So um, a big story to emerge actually revolves around quarterback Daniel Jones, who, by the way, was in attendance at, at the presser. So um, Shane, you know, he, he said all the right things about Daniel Jones. He talked about how there were some injuries, but he believes that there's a, a solid enough core 
on this team. And he pointed to the New Orleans game in terms of what the team could look like uh, moving forward. Now, um, John Mara actually was able to fill in more gaps. First off, right off the bat, John Mara made it clear that they are not going to trade for Deshaun Watson, the Houston Texans quarterback. There have been, I guess, rumors that that might be the case that Watson won in New York, that the Giants would consider him. Mara said that's not happening. He cited the salary cap. He cited the ongoing legal issues that are unresolved against Watson as reasons. So anyway, the money quote, if you will, was that John Mara said that the organization has done just about everything possible to screw up Daniel Jones. And this is something, if you've been watching me or listening to me, you know this is something I've been screaming about for a long time. For example, I said, you know, they drafted Daniel Jones they didn't have an offensive line in place for him. They didn't have skill position players in place for him. And then you throw in all the injuries, you throw in the changes in, you know, offensive play court callers, um, head coaches, systems. How is this guy supposed to get any stability? How is he supposed to show what he is capable of doing? He's not. And this is all stuff that John Mara said that the organization has failed Jones. You know, nice of them, by the way, to admit that they have failed Jones. Why couldn't they admit that they failed Eli Manning towards the end of his career with the same antics, you know, as far as the offensive line and no playmakers? But anyway, moving forward, they they do believe in Daniel Jones. Both John Mara and Joe Shane said that they believe in Daniel. Now, what was interesting is that Shane stopped short of saying that the organization would pick up the option here of Daniel Jones's rookie deal. He said that's something that he wanted to discuss with the head coach, which I get, you know, they want the head coach to be on board with, with Daniel. But more importantly, you know, as I've been saying on the show, you want to see if Daniel can get through a year without having to miss chunks of time due to injury, because that's going to factor in. It's also going to matter, you know, what does he do if he does have a better supporting cast and there's no excuses now for him to, you know, flounder like a fish out of water. So, you know, moving forward, Daniel Jones does sound like he's going to be the guy. Um, I'm told that his neck is coming along and that there, you know, there's no concern that, that he won't be ready, but, you know, it's still early. And uh, the commitment is to upgrade the unit. And Joe Shane, you know, didn't make any uh, secrets about the fact that the offensive line was a problem last year, especially the depth and, you know, the the changeover that they're going to have. So that is going to be a priority. Um, You know, getting the receivers back healthy, that's going to be a priority, obviously. They may change out a few guys, might add a couple here and there and swap out some of the guys that are already on the roster. But the bottom line is they're going to do everything they possibly can to make sure that Daniel Jones has what he needs to be successful. All right, Giant fans, we have more coming up on today's show. But first, let me tell you about the Get Upside app. You can download it for free at the App Store or Google Play right now. And when you use promo code TOUCHDOWN, you can get up to $0.25 per gallon or more on your first fill-up. That's cash back. 
Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Download the app and again, use the promo code TOUCHDOWN for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. You can cash out anytime you want to your bank account, to PayPal. You can get an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. So many different ways. Again, that's the free GetUpside app and that promo code for 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank is TOUCHDOWN. All right, Giant fans, we have more coming up on today's show. But first, if you're aiming to get fit or eat healthy, eat healthier, make sure you include Bilt Bar in your plan. Bilt Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, but without the calories and without the sugar. Most Bilt Bars contain about 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein, making it really easy to stick to any diet plan. So head on over to BiltBar.com and use our special promo code LOCK15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, to save 15% off your first order. Again, that's code LOCKED15 for 15% off your first order at BiltBar.com. All right, now moving on to another topic with Joe Shane. A big question is, is what is expected of him in terms of wins and losses and all that good stuff. And really, folks, there's no mandate put on Joe Shane as far as, you know, you have to win 10 games, for example. You have to get the team to the playoffs. The Giants roster needs a lot of work. This is not like the Bills roster, um, which has one year after year and just needs a couple of tweaks here and there. This is a roster that needs an infusion of talent. And we all know where where, the, where that needs to take place. So what Joe Shane is looking for and what John Mara is looking for and probably what Steve Tisch is looking for is not necessarily a number of wins, but forward progress. Are they getting um, better? Do they have the pieces in place to grow with? And then the challenge, of course, is going to be keeping these guys, you know, that they identify as the core. And that's going to necessitate, obviously, fixing the salary cap. So, um, you know, Shane seems to have an idea of where he wants to go, how he wants to get there, you know, whether or not that plan is going to go unfold according to how he anticipates remains to be seen because you're talking about also getting to know other people and he's still in the process of getting to know other people. But um, overall, I would say at this point, Joe Shane, um, very impressive, very uh, impressive opening press conference. You know, we are in the honeymoon period. I get that. And uh, results are going to be what matters most. But um I think this this guy has some ideas on what he wants to do. Um, I've told you before on this show that I am by nature an optimist. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. So there was really nothing that, that jumped out at me that he said that made me go, uh-oh, they're in trouble. Although I will say one thing. There was one thing he said that I remember Dave Gettleman said that made me cringe just a tad. And that was um, Joe said that, you know, you can still compete and, you know, add to your roster. And I remember how Gettleman said, oh, you can re- you can compete and rebuild. And we found out that that was not the case. So uh, that did make me cringe a little bit. I'm not going to lie. But uh, overall, I think the Giants are going to be in good hands. Now we'll see what happens moving forward. But the first step, obviously, after they get the head coach in place is they've got to fix the salary cap. 
and uh, get that straightened out. And then from there, you know, they're going to continue with their scouting. Shane is planning to go to the Senior Bowl. The practice is starting next week. And, um, you know, just continuing to add to what he's been looking at as a scout, you know, in terms of the players and what direction they might go in with regards to what types of players they want for the coaching staff. And, you know, that that's why, you know, I think the Giants are going to need to wrap up the head coaching search sooner than later, because the longer this, you know, if this goes into the middle part of next week, that then you're in the middle part of the senior bowl and the senior bowl is such a, a critical part of things. So it's kind of important, I think, for them to, to, to wrap this up. One other thing I want to just mention real quick from the John Mara session that we had, um, he was asked about uh, former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores, who reportedly when he left or was fired from uh, Miami, there were stories that came out about him maybe involved in a power struggle or seeking a power struggle and all that stuff. And John Mara did say that, you know, that's going to be something he's going to, you know, that Brian's going to have to answer about. Um, Joe Shane, when he was down in Miami, um, I don't know off the top of my head if he crossed paths with Chris Greer, who's the GM down there. But anyway, I, Although he didn't really talk, you know, head coaching candidates, you kind of got a sense that maybe he was a little bit more warm and fuzzy about certain guys. You know, obviously the two Buffalo coordinators, Dan Quinn was another guy who I understand interviewed well. Um, you know, so, you know, as of this recording, they had met with Patrick Graham. They had met with Flores. That doesn't mean that those guys, you know, can't interview well, but... Right now, I would say the warm and fuzziness is coming from both the Buffalo coordinators for head coach as well as Dan Quinn. But my guess is Dan Quinn is going to go someplace else. And I still think it'll be Brian Dable, but uh, we'll see. Stranger things have happened. But uh, again, as of this recording, Patrick Graham and uh, Brian Flores still have to interview. So can they say the right things? We'll see. But I don't know if Patrick Graham is necessarily going to be a finalist for the job. I'd like to see him get it, but I, I don't know about that. But anyway, that will do it for this show. We'll have more as we go through the week. Uh, more Joe Shane thoughts as I continue to unwind the tape. Um, we'll have other topics as well. So hope you'll check us out. And uh, until next time, have a great one, Giant fans. <laughs>